which is kind of nice. We're not mad. (laughs) We're not mad. Thank you for listening to another fresh episode of Fresh Monday's podcast. We want to say a very special thank you to Michael, our very last guest from our last episode. Yes, he showed us his intellectual design, which was in his apartment. The animals were super out of this world, just super exciting and fun to see, kind of like museum-like. And it's great to hear more about like his family history and kind of where those things stand. And just his creativeness as well. So that was a great conversation. Right. And uh, shout out to the cartel crew guys on VH1. We appreciate that you took the time to like share with us a little bit about what it's like to be on a reality show and the difference between that and what you do as a person who wants to create film. There is a difference and there's two different elements to it. So we did learn something. So make sure to check out his designs his concepts and stay tuned. I think this kid's pretty talented and we're going to see a lot more of his designs to come. Yeah. I pretty hope that in cartel crew, we get to see a little bit more of him one, two of more of everyone's more creative side of what they do, well, which I started watching the show. So as everyone knows, if you know me on a personal side, I am a reality show junkie <laughs> outside of work. All I need is housewives and Vanderpump rules and we're good. So hopefully we get to see a little bit more of Michael within there, but as well as like the creativeness that he has and what he has to show um, and what he can do. Cause we do see a lot of that within the other characters. I don't say characters, right. but the other folks within the show. So yeah. it'd be great to see that with him as well. Um, so shout outs to Michael though. Yeah. And thank you for sharing your coming out story. Um, ultimately we all know that that's not an easy subject. And if you're brave enough to share it with your family and share it with the world, we commend you for being your true self. For sure. And today's episode is super special as well. We have um, a Washington native joining us. So now something related to the West Coast, kind of where I'm at. Um, Her name is Audrey Hart Phillips. She's the creator of 365 Meaningful Conversations. And... I'm excited to kind of get to know her more, see what she has to, has going on, and more about this platform that she uses. Her Instagram is very lively and beautiful. So we're going to get into a conversation with Audrey, and we hope you guys enjoy. All right, everybody. Welcome, Audrey, to the Fresh Mondays podcast. Audrey, please tell everybody who you are, what you do, and what is your company. My name's Audrey, and I started 365 Meaningful Conversations, and I designed a box of cards that inspire meaningful conversations and host events for people to get to know one another um, all over Seattle. That's awesome. What is 365 Meaningful Conversations? Yeah, it's a business that has a mission of creating spaces for people to connect through meaningful conversations because... We have so much small talk about the weather or how are you? Good, good, how are you? And we don't really have a lot of spaces for people to actually get to know one another. 
So we ask a lot of questions and we allow people to really connect through these meaningful conversations prompted by a card game. You know what's funny? I actually was in a a networking event this past week and there was a a keynote speaker that he was there to kind of inspire people who were um, entrepreneurs or creating a startup. Point is that he said the one thing he hates the most and when he realizes a person is not seasoned at networking is that when they talk about the weather or they talk about the traffic to get to the event. And then he states something that really resonated with me and it triggered something that you just said, that when people can recap what they just spoke about with you, they're going to talk about that you said that it was traffic. Now, how does that stand out? How do you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it comes down to the point that you need to have something of substance. So I'm glad you're kind of, from what I'm gathering, creating some kind of a guide for people to ask the right questions, right? Yeah, we offer, I'd say, a tool. You have 365 different questions that you could pull out, and you don't need to physically pull out the cards. Like if someone was at this networking event and they were familiar with our product and had gone to one of our events, I bet they could come up with a question that would really surprise people um, because it's a little bit less (laughs) talking about the traffic or the weather. Right, right. So tell us what inspired you to even create these questions. How did you even come up with this idea? I think it's awesome, by the way, but like how, what inspired you? Thank you. Um, There's so many different levels of inspiration. I started from a young age drawing tons and tons of quote cards, and I ended up taking those on a 50-day wilderness course where we'd read a quote before every dinner. And at the end of that course, You do a three-day solo. You sit alone in the woods. And I had all these quote cards that I had created. And I decided to write a question on the back of each of them. Because I realized that these quotes had sparked so many conversations while we were out in the wilderness together. And I got back from that trip. And I had started using them when I was working as a wilderness guide with some of my students. And I was so surprised how like eager these teenagers were to talk about um, these kind of deeper questions. And it hit me one day that I wanted to do a crowdfunder to get the money to make them into an actual thing that people could buy and use in their everyday life. So that was kind of like the initial start of it. And so do you design the cards all yourself? Because I've noticed there's a lot of artistic, I mean, you said that you were writing on um, the card, you know, the quote card that you made. So all these, this current cards, the 360, 365, are those all drawn by you by hand? Are those all your specific drawings? Yeah, that's all my own artwork, all the doodles. Um, it's other people's quotes, but I feel like I kind of brought them to life through cute little doodles that um, help get these really big ideas that quotes have into kind of a digestible thing. And then the question on the back always relates to the quote, which is a great thing when someone pulls a card out at an event and they're kind of thinking about the question, they can always flip it over and read the quote out loud. And for some reason, it just really inspires people or gives that permission for them to really go the next level deeper. What kind of like, can you tell us the range in questions these are? Yes, there's a huge range. Um, there, 
I think the deepest, in my opinion, is what was the rock bottom of your life? Um, and that's a lot on the first. I'm thinking that's like pretty on a heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just imagining, like, I know these aren't for, like, dates and stuff like that, but it can possibly be used for different functions. So I'm trying to picture myself in a function and saying, what's the rock bottom of your life? That's deep. <laughs> yes, that one is definitely, in my opinion, like, the deepest in the box. But there are some other ones that are less deep, but still you could say at a networking event and it'd be like, oh, that's a new conversation. Like, um, how do you practice self-love or, um, what's the time in your life that changed the course of it forever? Um, ones that maybe might be less vulnerable sharing, but still gets across that kind of new, fresh, stimulating conversation that we don't get every day. Has anyone ever had like a breakdown Many. Um, At the event? (laughs) Yeah, I guess defining a breakdown, I thought of that in my head of people that um, felt really comfortable to bring something up that maybe they don't talk a lot about. Um, Not like an inconsolable crying, that's never happened, but people where they're shedding some tears. And I'm always amazed by the other people's response. It's so comforting and supportive and no one's ever trying to fix it. Um, People are just like really able to sit with other people when they share something. So we've actually done one event. Someone pulled the, what was the rock bottom of your life? And everyone kind of looked around. They were like, let's do it. Um, And I was really surprised, but people were willing to open up. I think it depends if you're comfortable within that setting. Yeah, like you said, like you're comfortable in that setting, then you're ready to give it out there and put it out there. Because I've met people before, same day, and in certain group settings, and people just share too much information, right? Just on a general whim. So if it's a prompted and we've already kind of uh, put ourselves in this place of sharing, then you're open to just continue that sharing as well. So I can see how that happens. Are these um, events more like circle group settings or is it like rotating? I know you host, I don't think we mentioned that. You host events for these conversations, right? Yes. Yep. So what do those look like? Are those like within like a circle? Or are they just kind of mingling throughout and using the cards? So describe it to us, these events. Yeah. So someone will come, you get a name tag, and you actually get to say on your name tag, it's a little scale, if you're really comfortable sharing, or if you're a little bit more hesitant to open up. Oh, that's nice. You also get to say, yeah, if you're more of a talker, more of a listener, because at these events, it's really important to know, like, what everyone's threshold is, because someone could come to this event and be really uncomfortable with the idea of sharing a lot and other people come and they're so excited and ready to like really dive in so I love the name takes because you can look around and you're like oh great that's what this person's level is and after that you pick a little colorful chip out of a bowl and that tells you what table to go sit at and we try to keep the size 
between four and six people because any bigger than that, it can be overwhelming to like navigate like, oh, are you going to talk or have I been talking too much? Um, and any smaller than that becomes um, a lot of talking required. So four to six is the sweet spot. And I always give an introduction and set the ground rules um, because I like to create a space where people feel really comfortable. Um, and we go through the schedule so people know that they won't just be sitting here for hours and hours and hours. Um, and then we just rotate halfway through. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a pretty free experience if people want to pull 10 different cards in the hour or they can just pick one card and like really really talk in depth about it I've seen it go a hundred different ways which is pretty cool I think this is fascinating because this is like a therapy session like this is amazing what you're creating here like I can I'm not trying to judge Seattle because I personally have never been there and the only person that I've known that has moved there is my friend Marley. And I have another friend that is a native of Seattle that now lives in Miami. Her name is Erica. But I don't really have a lot of understanding of Seattle, but the rumors, perceptions, and stereotypes. So usually you have this perception of Seattle of being a little bit more of a lonely place to live, that people are a little more introverted due to the weather. And like, you just have this idea of what it may be like to live there. And because I have the perception, I look at it like what you're creating is a way to avoid depression. I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going too deep, but I, <laughs> I feel like you're creating a solution. And I, I'm fascinated by this, honestly, because I'm looking at this and it's like an open format where people can just express themselves and be safe because there's a structure. You know what I mean? Like, I really, I don't know if that's how people feel, but that's how I'm interpreting what you're saying. Yes, you like hit it so well. I think Seattle, I know there's a lot of like the rumors of the Seattle freeze and everything. And I think it's hits on just a bigger national thing that it is a lonely experience to just be a human. Um, they say that one in four adults experiences loneliness on a daily basis and that 53% of people don't have a meaningful interaction like face-to-face -face with someone on a daily basis. So I think Seattle definitely has the weather and the introversion and those things working perhaps against it. But um, I think everywhere people struggle to connect and I think when someone hears loneliness, they can think, oh, you just don't have a lot of friends. But it's like what you were saying. Actually, the mission of each event is to make sure that people feel seen and heard, um, it, which seems really like a basic thing that you would think most people get every day. But uh, that's what I learned when I host these events, that most people don't get that. And that's why these things are catching um, popularity really quick because so many people want that, but there's not really a format for it. Yeah, and I think sometimes you want to just, there's a lot of those networking events and then you don't know what to do when you get there. It's just the space yeah. <laughs> filled with people and you're just like, I don't know what the next step is. 
where's the bar? I'm just going to grab something and just look like I'm waiting for someone or something to come up or whatever. So usually wait, I'm not the person usually who can approach others, which I've learned to become better at that when doing these things. So this kind of kind of has that, like you can make new friends, new connections, and the conversation is already being prompted for you in some sort of direction. So that sounds pretty nice. It's like breaking yeah. the ice for you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like uh, the other thing I love, because I know if I was at that networking thing, I would pull my phone out like immediately and just oh, yeah. like, scrolling Instagram like mindlessly. <laughs> uh, so we do like a pretty strict no phone policy because it forces people in a way to just be really present. So it's like everyone in the room is there and like the main activity is to get to know each other in a way that feels like actually connecting. So it's a pretty cool space. Like the energy whenever you're there feels pretty good. (laughs) I think it's pretty cool that you don't allow phones because like that's like a new concept in some places. I went to a phoneless party here in Miami and um, the rule was that they that no one was allowed to have a cell phone, and they they locked it in like this little pouch. Yes, that's, that's the only way shows. And then, um, in order for you to get it out, you needed a special key from the bouncer or whatever the security guard. So the most fascinating thing was I was okay with it because I'm one of those people that if I'm partying, I don't want to be on my phone because I kind of just want to enjoy it. So I went to the bathroom and when I was at the bathroom, there was girls that were younger than me. They were like in their early twenties. When I tell you these girls were freaking out, like they were like, I want to take a selfie. I'm so pissed. I hate this place. And I was just like, wow, like this is really happening. Funny enough, I met the person who was hosting the event just out of randomness that we were dancing next to one another. And she's like, oh um, yeah, my home girl, she coordinated it and then me and her, whatever, whatever. Long story short, she said that this was actually a social experiment and it wasn't a party, that they were actually doing research to see how people would behave in these circumstances. I found this fascinating. So I keep on having a conversation with her. And then I said, what has been the worst state that you've done this? What's the experience? Guess what she said? New York City. Of she course. said that people were <laughs> ripping open the cases like with their teeth. They were like, why is this open? Like it was like the people were going mad. Can you believe that? Like it was, it was, it was interesting, and I love that you're not allowing people to use the cell phones because cell phones are really a scapegoat. Because look what you just said. Like when you get to a place and you don't know what to do, the go-to is get on your phone, and then that way you don't have to make eye contact. So, yes, <laughs> awesome that you don't allow phones. I love that social experiment. So do I. I would, <laughs> I would love to just like watch that unfold. <laughs> yeah. And it does because the eye to eye conversation, like how we do here, we're trying to, well, obviously we're using technology to to communicate, but eye to eye conversation has a completely different feeling and connection with that person. And you can actually fully kind of have that energy. You can really energize what's bouncing off of each other. Because if I'm talking to you in a truthful sense and I can sense and feel by looking at you, you're lying or you're holding back or you're not providing factual information. I can really see that while we're, you know, we have nothing distracting us and just looking eye to eye. So I think that's fantastic. Um, and I definitely need to figure out more information on how to join you one day for the next upcoming one because I'm super interested in going out there and checking this out. Now, is there a particular person or type of person 
who should join or be a part or there are particular sessions and things like that for these events? It's turning out to be um, kind of like 20 to 40s, um, just naturally, like that's who's showing up, but I haven't put any parameters on it. Um, I would say the one strand that holds really true is everyone that shows up was like nervous or anxious before they got there because they're like, this is really risky and like I've never done something like that. So I don't know how to put that in a personality trait, like adventures perhaps, or like willing to get out of their comfort zone. But that's been like a pretty steady strand. Otherwise, it's like people that work in tech, people that are teachers, nannies, like really a whole gamut of people. I'm so excited that you want to come out to one. I would love that. <laughs> oh, of course. I mean, I'm, I've, I love going to events and different activities and things like that. So, and this is really fascinating and intriguing. Um, and though being that, I mean, I've made my friends since I've moved here to Seattle. I've only been here for two years, but you never, it never hurts to meet more, connect with more, learn a little bit more about the city and different things that have going on. I need you to get a camera in there, girl. I see a show. <laughs> I see a show coming out of this. I, I don't know if you so. thought about it, but I need you to get a camera in there. That, we'll this is going, <laughs> I'm telling you, people will pay to watch this. This is like fascinating. It's like, it's sad that it's fascinating, but it is fascinating. He's like, wow, people are just talking and asking questions. And like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so needed. And I think that you're explaining it in such a simple fashion, but it really is so needed. Sometimes people do need a guide. Sometimes people need assistance on how to even really just come get over the social anxiety aspect that we are all suffering some from recently because we're so attached to our devices that it's like we don't even know how to behave in person. So it's like, I think it's really forward of you. You know what I mean? So it's like, if, like Marty said, let's say if a person wanted to attend, it's just the type of thing that happens monthly, happens weekly. Like, how do people find out about it? Like, what, what exactly is the theme? Does it change? So I host them as much as possible um, because it's such a big city. And if this gets a lot of word of mouth, I think I could have one every single day for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, I think in March, I have like eight on the calendar. And people hear about it mostly through social media, which is kind of ironic, but I'm trying to get people in real life through the online aspects. And then I also hang a ton of flyers. Um, you know, it's kind of like a little guerrilla marketing effort on my end. And the cool thing is once someone does come because it's so forward and out of the box and I would say like 99.9% of .9 people have a lovely time and want to come back again and again that they'll go home and when someone's like, what'd you do this weekend? It's such an easy thing to say, oh, I went to this event. It was great. So that's been a great word of mouth of people hearing about it. Um, yeah. I love that. And Seattle is such a flyer friendly city. It's you. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's a very weird the city is so environmentally friendly that having a flyer friendly at the same time is very like contradictory at the same time 
because we don't use plastic bags, but we have flyers on every single. Yeah, yeah. we're killing trees. <laughs> yeah, like it makes, and there's, yeah, the papers are on the trees. Like it's just weird. Very yeah. Complicated. Now, when I saw your website, it said that there was like a few things that you advise people to be is be real, be you, be compassionate, be curious and be here. So are those like the rules if a person decides to attend? Yeah. So when you get to the event, I always hand those guidelines to people and we'll go over them. They feel pretty intuitive to me, but um, they're there for a reason. I've learned a lot as I've hosted these and um, it's a lot of it's just giving people like this container where they have the permission to like be really real. Like if they pull a card and it asks a pretty vulnerable question, I want people to feel like if they're comfortable with going there, that they like can totally do that. So that's like the be real component, being authentic um, and being yourself. Like I use this analogy that we all wear masks, like facades that we put up or like ways that we act in certain situations. And my big thing to encourage is just like, show up and be yourself like that's the best you can do like if you don't talk at the event or if you talk the whole time like just be yourself um yeah and then the compassion and curiosity is that's really for like the listening end um sometimes people like pull a card and they can like make it feel like school where they like really want to say the right answer but there's never a right answer and um it's all about getting people to like start connecting and talking to each other. Um, which again, I thought it sometimes wouldn't need to be said because it feels so obvious, but it does need to be said and it does need to be encouraged for people to say like, Hey, me too. I've had a similar experience or, Oh, like I can relate to that. Um, yeah, those guidelines are actually really helpful. I see sometimes people like looking down at them during the event uh, as a little reminder of like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I truly do. Um, can you give our listeners some more information, just all the details, just a rundown, how to find um, how to find you on Instagram, how to find the website, how to find the events that are coming up, your calendar, all that just if they want to join, if they want to participate. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we'd always love people to join. So the website is 365meaningfulconversations.com. And our Instagram handle is also 365meaningfulconversations. And if they go to the website, it's all of the calendars attached there. You can get your tickets through that and everything. Yeah. Awesome. I, I'm excited to join or participate in the next upcoming one. I'm going to do my best to schedule it. It almost feels like, have you applied this to kind of dating as well? That was just a thought because I, I've heard people usually have some prompted questions when it comes to dating or meeting someone. So have you tried that and implemented that within like a dating concept? So I love that you brought up dating. Um, there's actually the viral article. It's 36 questions to fall in love. And that got like national attention of these scaled questions that you can ask your partner or someone romantically. And the outcome is that you'll fall in love with them more likely. And I have been messing and toying with an idea of hosting 
a dating specific event because right now the events aren't catered towards romance. It's, I always say you never know who you'll connect with at the events, but um, I would love to host an event specific to dating because in my own experience, I've brought my cards along on dates and the feedback from people has been that it's really refreshing and it actually like it allows people to really connect deeply, um, which is what dating's all about. Right. And I'm sure people probably get some type of a love connection at these events because you know how sometimes when there's no pressure, that's when you connect the most. Mm. So if people are there just having organic conversations and just getting to know people, who knows? I'm sure a few people have probably hooked up after your event, honestly, (laughs) because it's like, you know, we had a great time. I talked to you all night and that's how life happens. So I'm sure people felt something without the pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually just hosted an event and I got two different uh, emails of, Hey, can I have so-and-so's contact? And I don't know if it was romantic, but I had an inkling. (laughs) Very cool. So now for us over here in the South, in the bottom of the map, are you going to be maybe doing some coast to coast events and bringing your cards over here to the bottom? I have a lot of big aspirations with this project. Um, Right now I'm just growing it in Seattle but I would love to get this somehow across to different people. I don't know what that looks like. If anyone has ideas, I'd love to hear them, but I think it's just so valuable for everyone. Like we might have a little tougher time up in Seattle, but like people in Miami also need spaces to (laughs) connect like this. So for now I tell people they can buy the box of cards online and they can host their own events. Um, or, you know, use it with their friends for a wine night or a cocktail thing. Um, but my hope is that one day I'll be all over the country. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So you, you sell the cards and people can buy the cards and they can use it for their own social interactions. Yeah, that's actually a really big part. People, um, they'll come to the events and buy the cards or somehow they'll hear about them online. And it's great because I hear from like, therapists that use them, parents with their kids, um, people that have relationships that want them to go deeper. I mean, they're applicable to almost anything. Wow. I just want to commend you for being such a young and amazing entrepreneur. Like, shout out to you. Like, (laughs) you have created something. Girl, this is going to go somewhere. And like, we're very, 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 very grateful that you're here now because you are not going to be in this position in the next two years. You're going to blow up. This is like an amazing idea. It's a fantastic Thank idea. You. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again, Audrey, for joining us. We really do appreciate you um, bringing this to like sharing this with us. I think both of us, me and Diana are very like, how do we get there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do we sign up? And I know I'm signing up and I'll be there. Brilliant. It's um, brilliant. In the next couple of weeks, which are next upcoming show uh, events, because I definitely want to take part, and I'll bring it back to the podcast and let you guys know my experience. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it's just like, like It's like I don't know. I'm trying to say, not say it in Spanish. It's like sano. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a positive thing to do. Like a, like a, like a, yeah. like a freeing, clean, like cleansing kind of. Yeah. Um, you stress-free kind of feeling almost. Right. Yeah. Right. 
and you really give off that energy as well, Audrey, through 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 just the conversation. So you can tell genuinely the conversations that are happening within those spaces are genuine as well, and that's what you're trying to hold within there. So I think that's I, that's what we both appreciate because we're always searching for people like that, making friends with folks like that. Um, so that's really truly appreciated, and that's also makes it very fascinating to hopefully be a part of it. Oh, my cheeks are like. <laughs> They're like burning up. Thank you all so much for those kind words. Of course. course. We wish you all the success. Thank you. And I appreciate, I mean, I love following your guys' Instagram and listening (laughs) to podcasts. I appreciate that I got to come on. Of course. Very cool. Thank you again so much. We appreciate you. And guys, don't forget to check out 365meaningfulconversations.com. That was a great conversation. Yes, I think she's a total sweetheart and she is a brilliant, brilliant businesswoman. Go ahead, girl. Yes. It like it really conversations like that do spark up a little bit like um what's the word? Motivation for others, right? Because you're seeing something that is so genuine and so simplified that it also like, wait, okay, now I'm motivated because this simple it's simple in the sense of like it doesn't take too much over the thought like energy or like too much of yourself out of it you know you don't have to drain yourself in it but it is thoughtfulness so it makes you be like just if I stop and be thoughtful for a moment what can I make of this or what can I be a part of or what can I create and these conversations just talking to Audrey seems so genuine that you know it's exactly what she just wants to do is connect people, be around people, have conversations, and allow others to be open. And it's just the simplicity of creating a business. When you create a business, you have to find the problem and then provide a solution. That's what yes. she did. Yeah. And like it was just, it's something that we all just take for granted because we assume that it's second nature, but it really isn't second nature nowadays. So she, she's awesome for that. And I think that, and I really mean that. I feel like she's really providing people a way to, to have therapy sessions without pressure. Like, honestly, yeah. think about it. Like, imagine a person that, that's an introvert that doesn't have any friends, that has a hard time socializing. They have a guide on how to communicate. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I just see it to be so much bigger than what she made it seem. It is. I, I think I think to me and you, it's like, wow. Like, it's like the emoji with the head exploding. <laughs> yeah. Because you and I are like, we're big thinkers, right? We're big creators, big thinkers. Mm-hmm. And so when something's so simplistic that you do probably in every day and even prompted questions, icebreakers happen when you're in a meeting and things like that. So when someone applies that to an everyday activity or an everyday event, it just changes your whole thought process. And yeah. that's why the exploding emoji comes to mind. Cause you're just like, right. Oh, it was just like, it's just like that. Like, that's it. Like, right. Was it? I mean, I'm sure she put a lot of thought into these questions. Of course. Of course. I, I, and I'm not taking away from what she created. It's just the fact that it's obvious that this was something that would work. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, good job, girl. Like you just did it. Like, that's awesome. It's like yeah. the person who came up with the phone case. It's like, yes, of course this case is needed for phones. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. You know of I course mean? I dropped my phone and need something to protect it. Why? Yeah. Like, uh, duh. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. 
And that's why, like, funny enough, I, I know we always talk about dating and little things like that. So it comes to mind when you don't know how to start a conversation with someone when you're on Tinder or whatever platform you decide to use. So, like, knowing that there's prompted questions to start and kick it off, it's a pretty nice start. Not that heavy. That's the other angle. She needs to sell the questions to dating apps so people can select the questions. And people can say, girl, come on, let's make these millions. Let's do this. <laughs> I, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Very true. So shout outs to Audrey. Shout outs to 365 uh, Meaningful Conversations. Um, I'm excited to join one day. Yeah, you got to let us know the experience and tell the podcast world how it was to be one of the people asking the questions and maybe do a little story for us to see. Yes, that I'll definitely come back and share. And so as we wrap up our evening, our show, I don't know, whatever time of day it is for you over there. Right. (laughs) Um, It's now time for the recommendations of the week. So Diana, do you want to kick us off with your recommendation? Yeah, I actually am going to change lanes. I had something else, but I'm going to just go in the theme of our conversation. I, uh, as you guys know, I go to a lot of networking events on a regular basis. And that's one of the reasons why probably this stood out to me the most, because I'm good at conversation. Um, it's mm-hmm. a skill. It gets better with development. That's not something that everybody's good at. Like you get better with time and the more you practice, whatever. So I'm really good at, you know, I can pretty much talk to anybody. It doesn't matter what country you're from, what background you have. I can find a way for us to connect. So with that, this, what she's providing is really helpful because there's people that are really bad at that. You know what I mean? Especially when you're trying to promote yourself, whatever. I saw the speaker and uh, he was discussing the obvious, you know, the saying when you're younger and when your parents tell you, tell me who you hang out with and I tell you who you are. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially in Spanish, especially Latino parents. Yes. In Spanish, it hurts more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. (laughs) My translation didn't give it justification. Nothing for what it really feels like. Right. So um, the the speaker was talking about, think of the five people you surround yourself with. Out of those five people, they represent each a part of who you are. Are you comfortable with who those five people are and how they represent who you are? Oh, man. Let that sink in for a second. Now, the second step is if those five people are not who you want to be, you need to change the five people around you. That's my recommendation of the week. If the five people that surround you do not emulate the person that you want to become, then you need to take those people out of your lives and you need to replace them with the five people who you want to be like, who can inspire you to be better, and who can actually motivate thought. I know it sounds rough, guys, but it is what it is. There's a lot of you dropping some people right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Block. <No. laughs> Unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, and that's true. That is, that's, that hits home. Um, as you mentioned, like when you're told as a younger self and things like that, and then you see, and I think we've had these conversations before about friendships that are of quality over the quantity of years that you have with them. And that people, when you meet in five minutes, you have this like, I've only known you for two weeks. And all of a sudden we're like best friends and everything works. I'm like, really cool. 
So there's that. And you know those are the people you want to surround yourself with for the long run and what they right. motivate you. And those you want to those who you want to be like or you surround yourself who are motivational or motivating continue to push you and thrive for you because they want you to succeed just as much as they are. Right. Like no one's holding one back from the other. No one's hopefully backstabbing or using or anything like that. It's a genuine push and strive together. Right? right. Like you provide each other with information, share between each other. That's very thoughtful for your beautiful Monday today. Right. And it's not only that, like sometimes it's not necessarily that the person is doing harm specifically, but what if they encourage negative behavior? You got to look mm-hmm. at it like that sometimes. Like if you have a, a, a person in your life that allows you to slack off all the time, be super unproductive allows you to think that it's okay to be mediocre. Like you have to look at that too. It's not always about like this person is giving me information. Is this person encouraging my bad behavior? You see what I'm saying? And I, and that's, and trust me, like that's something that I had a really super hard time with. So it's like when he said that during his speech, it resonated with me. I'm like, it's, I know that we hear this all the time and it sounds so simple but it's something that you have to do within yourself when you're ready to really actually grow and make a change. If you're there in your life, when you're saying, you know what, it's time, it's time for me to, to stop bullshitting and for me to get to the next level. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Absolutely love it. Thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and my recommendation of the week is a book that I'm halfway in the middle of reading. I haven't finished it, but it's really good and I'm enjoying it. And it's a winner of the Pulitzer Prize. It is by a Dominican author. So I think that's why also I want to give up the recommendation now. (laughs) Then later, it is called The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wow. Um, And I hope I said Oscar Wow correctly. It's W-A-O, Wow or Wo. I've been reading it as well the whole time. But um, the the author is Junto Diaz. He is a Dominican-American author, (coughs) excuse me, Uh, Dominican author raised in Jersey. And this is a book that is kind of this, this, as a Dominican-American, right? As a first generation, it kind of, you can relate to really well. There's like these little moments where you're just like, oh, that's super like, my mom would have said that. Or like, just as first generational in general, it really hits home Um, in any first generation that you're part of. It really is benefit. It's really great read. Um, This actually was suggested to me by a friend who's not Dominican. So even he wrote me, said, now I understand Dominican women after reading this. But he really, truly enjoyed the book. I'm enjoying the book as I read now. Um, And I think it's a great read for everyone to, to take part in. Very so, cool. Yeah. I like that recommendation. That's awesome. I'm not going to act like I know what the book is about, but I think I've heard of it. So yes. I, I think I have heard of it. Yes. Um, and that's the recommendations of this week. Anything, any upcoming news, any exciting uh, information to share with the listeners? Well, I first and foremost, uh, shout out to all the women. It is Women's International Month in March. So we want to just say shout out to everyone. Um, We've come a long way and uh, 
it's, it's, it's beautiful to finally see that we don't have to necessarily fall into these categories as much as we used to have to. Yeah. And it feels really amazing. And I'm, I love being a woman. I think it's a gift and um, I wouldn't choose to be any other gender if I was to be born again. And um, I want all women to feel excited about everything that's coming. So I, I definitely want to say that. I love that you brought that up. Cause if you think about it, here's a little tip, a little fact. Women only received the right to vote in 1920. Right. 19, I was born in 1987. Right. That's not that far-fetched. Like It hasn't been 100 years. It hasn't even been 100 years. So sometimes you have to put things in perspective of how far we've come in this country. The society, society includes the entire universe. Um, and 1920 wasn't that far-fetched. So where we are now as women... Um, being able to work, being able to vote, being able to just be stand up next to the guys. And we're right? making change. And stand we're before and above some some men, right? When they are confident and comfortable and understanding that we have just as much right and ability and education and full forth than they do, as much as they do. Um, it's really beautiful when you take a moment to stop and put it in perspective. So... Yeah, happy Women's Internet. What's the, the actual day is the... It's the 8th, but which I know that has already passed, but the month is our month. It's our and month. It's <laughs> our month, guys. And just remember that it's only going to get better. That's all I'm going to say. Like, it's a beautiful thing, and I'm very excited about it. As far as announcements, uh, Startup Safari Miami, more information to come, May uh, two-day festival to continue to grow the ecosystem in Miami, making sure that we become the East Coast Silicon Valley. It's happening, guys. And um, and everything that's coming, it starts with the vision. Um, look it up on Eventbrite, April 6th, and follow Show Me Productions on Facebook and on Instagram, S-H-O-M-I Productions, and Diana, follow me. I am Diana C underscore. Once again, that's I am Diana C underscore. And you can follow me at Love Marley, L-U-V-M-A-R-L-E-Y underscore. You can follow us on Fresh Mondays podcast on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Shout outs to the Facebook new followers and things like that. Thank you guys. Um, also, you can comment on YouTube and search for us on YouTube. Subscribe on all the listening platforms, including YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Um, and email us at freshmoneyspodcast at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the show, have any questions, comments. We're always looking forward to it. And as our exiting, I'm just going to play a little Beyonce who run the world. <laughs> as we go out, you guys enjoy it. Um, and you have a fantastic and beautiful Monday. <laughs>